0: Hi everyone. My name is Marley Jones and this podcast is designed to explore ways to heal outside the traditional medical model. I've personally been in recovery from chronic illness and I want to share some of the key breakthroughs that I've used to get well. I want to discuss alternative and integrative approaches to support your body, your body's ability to heal itself. So please join me on this journey in health and wellness. hey what is up my tribe i trust that you're more mindful of being still and maybe some of you even put yourself in time out so naturally from here i want to encourage you to release some things maybe that you've been carrying and if you have to deal with mental health issues or chronic illness or you've got some struck trauma maybe or in a tough situation or a tough relationship really anything that's burdening you i'm hoping that this load will become a little lighter for for you and maybe there's some things that i can share that will help you in this process so um i wanted to share with you uh, back when i was working on my master's in marriage and family therapy i remember one of the therapist professors saying that in marriage counseling it's really important to get people to lower their expectations and reframe their experiences and i know that's pretty self-explanatory but let me give it to you in a nutshell when it comes to being free from stressors whether they're physical mental emotional it's a really good idea to not have ideals on how you're going to accomplish your goals um which if you're a goal setter like me is really contradictory since you're supposed to write your goals down, outline your objectives, and you know have your running task list in order to achieve success. But if our bodies actually are designed to self-heal and we actually support them in that, then we relinquish a lot of control and how it goes about doing it. And we just have to trust the process. One of my favorite books is called The Rhythm of Life, and it's by a wonderful man named Richard Exley, and he shares that in life we need to have four things, and they need to be in balance, and those four things are worship, work, rest, and play, and they're not in any particular order, and it's not that one is more important than the other, but that you need to have all of those incorporated in your life, and they need to be in balance. Otherwise, your rhythm of life is disrupted. So, the goal would be to be balanced and to lower our expectations on how or when we're gonna heal. And when we have these ideals about, you know, how we're gonna do, when it's gonna happen, when they're not met, it makes us discouraged. And if you have that happen long enough, it leads you right into being depressed. And we don't want that. So the other thing the professor talked about was reframing experiences. So this is about having a perspective shift really. And if we are able to see things, circumstances, situations through other people's lenses besides our own, which can tend to get rigid and out of focus sometimes, then if we get some resilience and flexibility in our lenses that we're looking through, there's clarity and freedom on the other side of that. And my professor told the story of a couple in a case study where the wife was in a horrific accident, and he was explaining on how to reframe experiences. So basically the wife, she was driving her Mercedes and in the accident, the car crashed, the car was completely mangled, but her life was spared. And once she had recovered enough from her injuries and felt like she was able to drive again, her husband got her the exact same car and she was so upset why would you buy me the same car to remind me of this horrible trauma every time i get in that car and think about it it's all going to come back to me and the therapist helped unpack this for them and help reframe her experience by having the husband explain that that particular Mercedes is the car that saved her life and how grateful he was and so thankful that of course he was going to get her the same thing. So this helped reframe her experience and in some ways help make a shift in her trauma experience as well. So whenever we experience a loss, whether it's you know, an actual loss, whether it's a job loss or a death or doctor report that's negative or any type of negative experience that falls along the trauma spectrum, we really do have to be subject to grief. And you may have heard of the five stages of grief. They're actually derived from um, the Kubler-Ross model. And it's not actually even about grief. It's about death and dying. But and that's a heavy topic for sure. I have a friend that is a brilliant professor and she's actually, I believe, spoken to Congress in Washington DC about the subject. Maybe I will ask and see if she can share with you guys one of these days on that subject. It's it's heavy, but I think it's necessary. And don't worry, I mean, she's really the funniest and probably the funnest of all of my friends. So she'll find a way to make it pleasant and helpful discussion for us. So. But I want to go over these five stages because I believe they're important for us in our health journey. And the five stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So the first one being denial is where we have this disbelief or shock of what's happened or we minimize what it really is. Anger, well, you're just plain pissed off that it happened and bargaining is you're trying to you know stop or make some sort of exchange to avoid what's happened and the reality of the loss and the pain you're experiencing so you're even bargaining with god maybe and saying if you do this then i promise i'll do that and that's what bargaining is and then depression well you know what that is at this point you're just plain sad you lack motivation you can get reclusive and isolate yourself And then finally you come to acceptance. And this is the letting go part. It's where you're no longer resisting the reality of your loss or struggling to make it something different than what it is. And so when it comes to chronic illness or mental health issues or struggles that we have or um, trauma, do I think we need to take hold of it and accept it? Well, no, I'm not saying that. I believe that we do open ourselves up to healing though as long as we're not thinking that we have to follow a set recipe or we have a schedule in mind that we're not rigid but instead we're flexible so if we're honest if we're sick but not making it the focal point of our life and this will free up so much energy because it just allows energy to flow and for truth to be truth you know So, you know what I feel is truth? Well, I believe that the body's designed to self-heal and to not beat yourself up over not having enough faith to get yourself well or that you had a glass of wine because you had a really stressful day or that you, you know, worked out really hard and you're trying to eat super clean and you couldn't take it anymore and you find yourself at the bottom of a bag of potato chips. Don't worry about it. I want you to let it go because... Self-sabotaging and believing a lie that it's, you know, it's your fault or you it, you didn't have enough faith or you didn't forgive somebody and this is why you're sick, garbage. It's a lie and let it go. So, what are some practical ways to let go? Well, we can adjust our habits and our thought patterns. And so, if we're able to increase our resilience to stress, maybe we need to set boundaries in our relationships or cut back on our um, you know, things that we're dedicated to, it's time and effort that we put into, maybe we need to just back off on our schedule, maybe we need to incorporate exercise to burn off steam and toxins, maybe we need to be praying more, if you're able to meditate, meditate, talk it out with a trusted friend, whatever, those are some actual practical ways that we can like, you know, let the truth come and own own what we're feeling right and process so and while you're doing this this is my best advice is that you can focus the very best that you can on love because we know that love covers a multitude of sins and Colossians says to put on love (laughs) so how do we do this well we love God we love ourselves and we love other people and because love covers a multitude of sins, and forgiveness is key, and we've got to do it 70 times 7, and we got to let go, then we trust the process that love covers, right? So come to think of what we can actually put on love. Um, if you want to, you can just go to YouTube or maybe even Spotify and look up Love Frequency or the Miracle Tone. It runs at 528 hertz and you can put on love and listen to it you know find a song or listen to it while you're doing your quiet time think about and visualize yourself letting things go listen to it while you do your breath work breathing in love and hope and exhaling things that you need to let go of did you know there's like so much power in somatic exercises these are things that you can do to calm down your central nervous system and um your brain basically registers that when your body is experiencing things it's actually doing something ritualistic and it's letting go maybe it involves writing it out and you know throwing the book away or or burning the pages or if you're a christian then maybe you need to take whatever you've written down and nail it to the cross make a cross if you have to so that basically that your mind can see and know that this is you making a choice to let things go and it may be that you have to let it go over and over and over again 70 times 7 you may need to forgive another person you may need to forgive yourself you may need to actually forgive an event an actual bad experience a trauma forgive an event sounds crazy but we want that stuff to be released and let go but when it comes up again and you think you need to pick it up and carry it and obsess on it again remind yourself cognitively until you believe it and it's rewired in there that you let it go and i think eventually it will lift so when our brains rewire in a healthy way and the stuck energy leaves our body the memory will be there but the sting of it is no longer Please hear me, my friends. I want you to let go of expectations. It will change everything, and it will help you even reframe your experiences. Thinking that you need to have the life you see others having or wishing you could find the perfect Hallmark card for Mother's Day when your mom was a narcissist or your father was never around, and, you know, how do you find a Father's Day card for someone like that? I want you to let it go. You may need to need to talk to yourself, address your inner child, that child that was neglected and hurt and tell him or her that you're sorry and that you understand the pain and the heartache and that you forgive yourself for not being strong enough to protect yourself. I mean, how could you? You were just a child. You you had no place to go. You didn't have any money to get there. So forgive yourself. Let your inner child receive that forgiveness even if it's coming from you and it sounds weird <laughs> because you need to be able your limbic system and your brain and your body needs to lean in and know it can trust you so it is important to take things as a little child I and mean, jesus said let the little children come to me and don't hinder them from coming to the kingdom of heaven or that you'll by no means enter it unless you do as a as a little child because Heaven belongs to them. So, I mean, think about it. The faith and the delight of a little child, my friends, I want you to rediscover this. And I pray that when you're letting go of the heavy burdens, the expectations, those painful experiences, that in place, that that childlike wonder and wonderment and wonderfulness and that childlike faith in life will return to you and that recreative creativity will return to you. And when you have really hard days, and we do, You just do your best to ride the wave, like ride through it. I live by the beach in Florida and right now we're in the middle of hurricane season and the swells here from the tropical storms are making some pretty impressive waves. And I always, I love the surfers and think of this, you're just riding the waves and when the storms come, there's the stoke. I mean, nature's taking its course. You can't control it. You might as well accept it, embrace it and just ride it. It will free up so much energy for your healing. And so when you get these surges, you know, if there's a tropical storm in you, whether it's a flare up from, you know, you've got some sort of a response that's happened and your body's flared up or there's a panic attack, instead of fighting it and having that knee jerk, oh my gosh, I gotta stop this, it's so uncomfortable. I I hate this, I hate this. Just be tender with yourself. Allow the energy to just pass. So that, you know, if there's that surge, just let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. I want you to feel the feeling until it no longer serves you, Whether whether it's anger or fear or frustration or sadness or discouragement. Feel those feelings. We don't want them stuck in your body. Feel the feeling until it no longer serves you, my friends, and let it go. Much love to you all, and I'll talk to you next time.